Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths three times a week in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. This is Season 5, Episode 43, The Human Design Ajna Center. What it is and how it makes you prone to narcissism. My second triangle from the top is colored. What does that mean? This is the second episode of nine episodes in the Human Design Center series, examining each human design center and explaining how it can make you pray to the narcissist and how to guard your energy and break the cycles of narcissistic relationship traps. Now, another person just recently got her chart read that I was interacting with on Instagram and she was sharing how it's so healing, how it can unearth certain conditioning patterns that we have within our subconscious and then also help relieve and heal the trauma from life, from abuse, from all these things that bombard our brains and our programming. And this is exactly, I agree with her, this is human design at its best. It allows you to release all the conditioning. It shows you who you authentically are and you're like, oh, I'm not meant to multitask. Like that's not my thing. So I'm not gonna be down on me you know, like let's say your mother is a manifesting generator and so you see her always multitasking and she expects everyone to multitask because we all have view life through the lens of our own eyes. And so just as a child, you kind of pick up, oh, okay, yeah, let's, this is the way to do it. This is how I'm supposed to be a woman is to multitask. But you maybe are a generator and you are not the best multitasker. You need to do one task focus at a time. Multitasking is not your strong suit. And so you may drop something or you may feel bad because you've dropped the ball or like forgotten about a commitment or something like that. And it just, it just allows you to draw certain boundaries and say, nope, I'm not going to take on too much that I can't handle. And it's okay. This is my type. Other people are amazing at, man- and at multitasking, right? All you mangents. And that's beautiful. You can and go for it. Do it. So with all that said, This is why I'm loving sharing more and more about human design because, you know, there's narcissism in our culture. There's this like self-centered viewpoint of how everyone should be a one way. And that's very black and white. And that's not how we operate. We all have our unique energy bodies and we're all unique in our own way. And I think we're all going to be cropping up and realizing this in this new age of Aquarius as Pluto comes into Aquarius and says, no, we the people, we're all unique. We don't need one main structure or one way of doing something. We each have our own way of doing whatever we're doing. And this is the beauty of human design in this era. Now, human design Ajna Center is a unique type of energy and it's connected to the conceptualization of inspiration. Remember last week we talked about the head center receives inspiration from source You either amplify loads of ideas and inspirations from your environment if you have an open white head center, and if it's defined, you have this consistent 
stream of inspiration that comes to you. So it's not like either one has more or less. It's just the way you receive the information. One's more consistent and the other one is comes in a whole different variety of ways. And so as that travels down into the Ajna center, this Ajna center is the, like the scientific part of the brain. And it's also the part of the, uh, it's connected to the third eye in the chakra system. So it's interesting, this dichotomy, it's connected to the, the, the thought processes like, okay, I have an inspiration now, how does it get done and manifest in real conceptual earth life? As well as the third eye, like there is no limit to anything, right? There's no boundaries. There's no linear timeline. Earth time, space continuum is all folded upon itself and everything's happening at the same time. And there's no boundaries. There's no limits. And, you know, my higher self, my soul self sees other people's soul selves you know, and loves and respects them. That's the third eye, right? In yoga, you say namaste, and that's what it means is you're connecting your third eye, your your seed of intuition and your soul, and seeing other people. So it's this really, as all life is, right, this interesting dichotomy of, of like, here we go. This is the two viewpoints of the two different centers, defined and undefined. Just simplifying it, the defined center is the scientist in the world. The open undefined center is the yogi open, like there is no boundaries, time continuum type of mindset. So when you get these two together, we'll talk about it. After we take a quick commercial break, bad things can happen, right? If we're in the unconscious and we're not aware that everyone, and we have an open mind and that everyone can have their own opinion and life experience. When you search empath and the narcissist on Amazon for materials to read, what do you find? A whole bunch of pages full of the same title, Um, empath and the narcissist. hmm. So how do you determine which book is the one to read? Well, that's up to you. But all I can tell you about my book is it shares snippets of my story of how I didn't always exude confidence. I didn't always have the peace of mind. On the contrary, I emitted a sense of insecurity that was palpable. I people pleased everyone at the expense of my own health. I hated myself and I lashed out when I couldn't take it anymore. And in my book, I relate to you, dear empath, so you can read the words and know that you're not alone. That is the main goal of the book. The second goal of my book is to give you tools that I use to find my strength, to leave the narcissist, and to heal and be on the complete other side of the dark abyss. I am meant to be here on earth to help you heal and transform from your trauma, from being a survivor to a thriver. You gain healing exercises at the end of each chapter. It's a guidebook to heal your childhood trauma. It has effective somatic healing exercises. It has astrology and how to understand and know your true authentic self with a human design chapter, giving you a brief overview of the human design 101. If you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, then scroll up and click the link in the show notes to listen on Audible or buy your hard copy or paperback on Amazon today. And by the time you get to the end of the book, you're going to be wondering, what exactly does my human design chart say about me? Grab your human design unique blueprint reading on a call with me to help you identify how magnificent you are and how unique 
Your energetic blueprint is here and how much you are needed for your impact. That in the link in the show notes at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. So let me read from my book and you can read just a brief overview of what human design is in chapter 12 in my book, Empath and the Narcissist, How to Overcome Narcissistic Abuse, Recover from PTSD and Codependency and Gaslighting Manipulation, A Guide to Heal Childhood Trauma with Effective Exercises. So the Ajna Center, the center is location of conceptualization, as I said, where inspiration forms into thoughts and plans and concepts. This is a place where hypotheses and research and conclusion all are formed. And if you have an open white Ajna, you have a whole number of concepts that you're processing. You ask questions, all the whole loads of questions about things. You see solutions to all the different ways and sizes. You, it's like, you know, um, in those movies where they're trying to solve a, a mystery, they have the red yarn and the pins on top of pictures on the wall. It's like, oh, it could be here, it could be here. I see all the dots connected and everything is connected. And so you have lots of questions. You also can be easily distracted and it's hard. It's the, the you don't have that consistent energy to follow through with the hypothesis testing and conclusion to really tactfully ground it you're just like well it could be this and it could be that but it could be this and it could be that like you come up with too many theories then you don't know which one to solve that's the the difficult part of the energy with the open ajna center now the defined colored and green ajna center holds fast to ideas so this is that okay i've got one theory i'm going to apply it to the scientific method. I'm going to test it and it's going to prove false or correct. And you hold on to that path and stream. And if it proves false, then you come up with a different theory and you test that all the way to the end. You may or may not, sometimes these concepts or ideologies, right? The way of life and thinking are not exactly like science and you can't always find some proof. So then it comes up to your judgment of what you truly believe. And this a defined head center can be judgmental. It can be a black and white kind of idea. And on the flip side, it can be very trustworthy and reliable. It's kind of like I liken the defined head center as can adopt black and white ideas of the world readily. And this is the thing because they just have this consistency. They have one idea and it's like kind of like they're in their minds and they're locked in. And especially when you're in the trance with the narcissist, you can hold on to those false ideas that the narcissist believes and convinces you of, um, and you lose friendships and relationships due to them. I, I lost countless of friends because I believed and was conditioned that the way I was in life was good and okay, and it wasn't abusive and it wasn't toxic. And then I would go back to my friends and say, how dare you say that, you know, present any other question or idea that I'm in a bad relationship. This guy is my forever and he's my savior. It's like it, when you have a defined Ajna, it's like, you know, you see behavior, you know, when you're in your healthy, most high vibration alignment with your defined Ajna, 
you can see a behavior, you know, like in your intuition, what is going on, why it may be bad or what is off about it. But initially it is extremely hard to put into words. It's kind of like, you know, and says, well, why do you like, why do you think that? You're like, I don't know. I just know. Like it just feels wrong. Like in the mind, like you can see it and you can like see colors or you can feel the energy and feeling that it's wrong, but you can't describe it in words. So don't let anyone else talk you out of that, right? Don't let them like say, well, if you don't have concrete reasons or evidence, then you're wrong, which the narcissist will do. It's like, no, this just feels wrong and I don't need to put any words to it. Like this is my truth. So hold fast to that. That's the good part about the defined Ajna is when you can get aligned to that, you can hold fast to that and not be um, confused and distorted by the narcissist's lies. Now, when the two of these get together, you have the open Ajna. Let's say you're discussing some something in life. You know, this can happen about, I don't know, like even if you're talking about astrology or the energy of the world or even down to the smallest details of like how to do a computer task. The open Ajna would be like, well, what about this? And I can do it this way. And I just, I just can't wrap my head around how to make this video make sense or like how to edit this video or anything like that. Or maybe it's talking about real, you know, like life ideologies. The defined Ajna will make a statement. For instance, how about vanilla and chocolate, right? I love chocolate cake. It's just the best. That's a statement, but it's also an opinion. But in the defined head, they've already come to the conclusion. They've gone through the processes that chocolate's the best. Vanilla's like, eh, but everyone should love chocolate, right? Chocolate's the best. And the open head center will be like, oh, that's interesting. Well, have you tried marble or red velvet? Or, oh my gosh, what about strawberry? Like, the, the different complexities of the flavor can really illuminate your palate, right? They like get all excited about like the other options. Like the, they, they, they challenge this other person that chocolate isn't the best. And everyone has a unique way of tasting and a unique lens on life. But the Define Head Center is like, no, I've already come to the conclusion that chocolate's the best. And so they now get defensive and they start to put up their guard up. They start to talk more short more uh, more assertive, more closed off, right? They close their aura off. Like, well, this person doesn't agree with me and I've already concluded that chocolate's the best, so they must be crazy. And the open head center's like, oh no, it's just, I think it's really delicious, da da da. And so it could either become a really huge argument or a really awkward, disconnected pause, like, hmm. So how about them Dodgers? Like you change the topic. And, you know, just imagine this happening in life with big decisions, with big ideas like religion, politics, culture, how to raise your children. I mean, all of the really big things that can cause finances, cause so much friction in a relationship. This, If these two are not conscious about them having this type of energy in their Ajna center, then yeah, it's going to be the most toxic ever always arguing, always disconnected, like so confusing. Like, I don't understand. Why are you not like on the same page with me? Like, how can we can't connect our thoughts? Like, it's really confusing. I don't, I, I don't get why we can't connect on this. And you're always fighting and always disagreeing. 
And the defined center is always on the defensive, you know, always resentful and hurt and feels like you're not on their side and you're not supporting them. And the open head center is like, well, why can't they just see, take off their black and white color glasses and see from my point of view, like there's lots of different ways that you can do something or live. So that can be extremely, extremely difficult. Now on the flip side, if the open head center also, it's an amplifier. So it's also incredibly susceptible to lies if the narcissist is just as they always do, selling the misinformation, selling the lies, deflecting all of the, the, their toxic, not taking responsibility for their part and putting it on you. And if you're open, you're just amplifying all of those thoughts. You're like, oh yes, that's it. I, it was my fault. I made you mad. I shouldn't have said that and made you mad. Like that should never be, and that's not a healthy thought. You should never think that you made someone else mad they chose to let their anger control them and hit you or yell at you or whatever. That's them. That's not you. The way that they respond is not your fault. So this open head center can just feed upon and amplify the misinformation and the blame and just soaking it all in. And of course, defined head centers can also receive this as well. Defined and open head centers can be conditioned especially when it comes to a narcissist, because that is the main goal of the narcissist is to make sure that you are on board with them mentally. So they have control over you. And both types of centers can be conditioned if it's really a heavy conditioning, which with a narcissist it is. So you always, always want to be careful about who you surround yourself by. Be careful to discern whom is healthy you know, what, what thoughts are healthy, what is truly your own, and to not get lost in the web of the lies of the narcissist. The narcissist weaves them so masterfully. So you really need to be careful and study up on all the red flags, study up on their tactics, and listen to your inner authority, which we'll talk about at the end here. So the upside about the open Ajna Center is when you are out of the narcissist's aura, your intuition is very clear. And for the defined head center, if you are, of course, if you're out of the aura of the narcissist, your intuition can grow clearer as well. But you have a bit more of a superpower where once you have resolved to something, you can hold fast easier to it while you're in the aura of the narcissist. But both of these centers, both of you, you must tap into your inner authority as a key to your intuitive messages. Do not rely on, on logic or the head to figure it out because the narcissist will have your head and your brain all twisted up into a big giant web of yarn. And there's actual like science and, and graphics that have, are proving that because you're always in this constant fight or flight and your head, your hormones, the amygdala is lit up all the time. There's a lot of inflammation in the brain. So you can't think clearly. So you cannot rely on your brain. You must rely on your intuition, which is your inner authority. Now we can just quickly review those. Um, some of your inner authorities will be most of them will be emotional so you need to really feel through the emotional cycle about whatever's happening 
feel excited, feel neutral, feel anxious, and then feel neutral again. And in those neutral moments, away and out of the aura of the narcissist, that is where you will find your clarity. Now, others, you'll have a sacral or pure inner authority. And this is where you need to listen to your gut. Does it feel good? Is it always aching? Is it churning? Do you have IBS? Do you have a a nice happy flutter? And then ask yourself yes or no questions. Is this, was what he's saying benefiting me? Is it true? Like those are two separate questions you ask yes or no. And then if it's a, hmm, that's probably a, I need to think about it, but probably a no. Or it's a, uh uh-uh, for sure, no. After you've practiced discernment, you can really tell. So you're going to be hearing when you're confused with a narcissist, with his inner authority, a lot of hmm sounds like, hmm, I don't know. You feel like you need to hold on to a glimmer of hope, but it really is a no, but you don't want to say no because then you have to like let go, which is really hard. So listen to those maybes because those maybes typically as you give it more time and you clear out your aura and you get out in nature and you listen to your gut, then they will be more and more clear that that answer is a no. This is not serving me. And it'll be a uh-uh. So the hums can turn into uh-uhs, no's. The hums can turn into a uh-huh, a yes, only if it is aligned and it is really serving you and it's best for you. So to conclude, I have a few questions for the open Ajna centers. Do you find yourself believing things blindly that others suggest? This also can be for a defined head center. If you are raised in a black and white ideological mindset, everyone believes this. So therefore you believe it too. And that can, that absolutely is part of the childhood conditioning that your defined center can receive. Or do you find yourself in a brain fog, stuck in this repetitive cycle over and over with no clear answer in sight? The unprotected ajna is when you don't trust your intuition. It is when you believe in what other people are saying and you'll amplify their ideologies. So healing your human design ajna center is tapping into your inner authority and really building the muscle of discernment through your intuition. Remember, this is connected to your third eye, which is your direct connection to your soul's intuition. And so for our affirmations, for these centers, so for you open ajnas, which is white ajna center, your affirmation is, I am wise about information and beliefs. This is your superpower, really, to gain extreme wisdom. When you are conscious and aware, you are very wise. Because again, you don't have that one-sided view. You have multiple views, which is a beautiful way of experiencing that wisdom. And you may find that people will label you like distracted, flaky, ADD, or you may think that you have ADD, but just know that you don't have to make up your mind about most things. And then always write things down that you want to remember. And the affirmations for the defined Ajna Center 
I am gentle with my thinking and always strive to remember that there are many ways to think about information. I listen carefully to the thoughts of others and allow for limitless thinking with grace. There are six gates in the Ajna Center and I dive deeper into the gates and the channels energy. If you have them circled, they are defined. If you have them open, you are amplifying and maybe finding somebody else to connect the dots in either your circuit or your gate to amplify that energy. And I dive deeper into the astrology zodiacs that they're connected to, what they are, what their energies mean for you as a person. And I go through the affirmations for each gate, all with describing the circuits as well, which are those lines highlighted. If you want to dive deeper and learn more about this, I posted that video up on the Patreon. So just go ahead and grab your founding member price to unlock this amazing content. Let me know if this has served you and helped you in your understanding your Ajna Center. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out on the website. You can email me at ravenscott, ravenscottshow at gmail.com. And there's a form on the homepage, ravenscott.show, to ask any questions. I'd be happy to answer them. And I hope this was helpful. Tune in this Thursday. I'm going to be talking about why narcissists are attracted to empaths and how you empaths can shine your light out and cleanse your aura. So tune in for that. Can't wait. Hey, empath, can I ask you a favor? You know me as a Virgo perpetually improving things. I have posted a vote in my Instagram stories you can head over and vote for the newest, most professional podcast art cover that I plan to use for the remainder of the podcast. I just really wanted to capture the brand and the human design element all in like a millisecond of someone new coming to the show and viewing it. So if you could help me, it would be so very, very much appreciated. Head on over to Instagram stories. And look for the image with the four pictures of the podcast cover art. It has a picture of me. It should be pretty obvious when you see it. And then choose your favorite number and just drop me a DM because there'll be a little spot to comment on the story there. I really would appreciate it. And thank you so much for your input as this will, this really affects how you see the podcast in your stream every day. If you want a personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back, and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community. You receive weekly inspiration and strategies to heal from narc abuse and understand your unique human design energy blueprint. And as soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. So join now and get your eating within 24 hours. I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast if you are enjoying it. 
Take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need What you need we're broken, it's tragic, we're not all elastic, but maybe there's magic, believe.